bitch. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. Bitch, the Chicago. Do, 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 do. Hearts on fire. All right, right. Any more will get copyright. The moment of truth. No, no, you. No, we're gonna take it down. No, we're on Spotify now. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to. An impromptu, not bonus episode, it's going to be an episode This will episode. be released eventually, we're just back cataloging. Yeah. For when we're tired. You know, we're talking about Rocky Four this week, folks, and yeah. I know what you're thinking. Ewan, why aren't you starting with the first Rocky? And to you, I would say, good question. Why aren't we starting with the first Rocky? Because Rocky Four truly is a part of the cultural zeitgeist, and we were inspired by a Patrick Willems yes. video. Yes, <laughs> I mean, so, first of all, Rocky Four. By the way, this is this is this is me, you, and this is Anne. We're Hello, back. yes. I just um, presume at this point you know who we are. Everyone you're knows. Listening for yeah, 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 listening, yeah. yeah. But we might be drawing in the whole new Rocky crowd, mm. fans of the Rocky IP, into <laughs> into the into the fold. But the yeah. intellectual property of Rocky. Like I'm really excited to be playing <laughs> Paulie's Butler robot in the remake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a, and a man play. I'm a man playing Paulie's butler, which is very subversive. You just know in the remake, Paulie's robot would be played by Ana de Armas or something. No, it would be. They'd subvert it. Yeah, yeah. Subvert their expectations. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So anyway, Ro- Rocky Four. Right. So the entire Rocky series peak dad movie material. I think mm-hmm. we can all agree. Um, personally, I I love this series. This was another one of those that was bestowed onto me by my dad. Um, this and like Die Hard, the two big, I guess when I was a kid, I was like, these are the two big quote unquote adult like Mm -hmm. franchises that I was introduced to and got really obsessed with. I'll let you know, I was the only 10 year old at my school who was hyped as shit for Rocky Balboa. And when that came out in 2007, me and Mikey, I was up in Glasgow, um, for like the, the, the year it came out on DVD just watching it on our portable DVD player upstairs while everyone else was shout downstairs. Out, shout out to Ewan's cousin Mikey on yeah, the pod. Yeah, <laughs> a fellow dad movie connoisseur. Um, but yeah, like the, the entire Rocky series, we, I mean, everyone will be familiar with the transition of, of, of the series itself. You know, it starts out with the original in 1976, I believe. Academy um, Award winning. Yes, uh, and a perfect showcase for Sly Stallone's talents. Um, an amazingly authentic down to earth kind of gritty working class drama um that is in essence about the american dream set on the streets of philly set on the streets of philly beautiful movie genuinely like if anyone doubts sliced alone's credentials as a talented filmmaker and performer just point him in rocky's direction he's stunning in that and it's an amazing testament to his skills in front of and behind the camera purely you know truly iconic uh filmmaking a kind of transitional phase um in in the in the hollywood eras you know it's kind of like we get into or tarantino cinema speculation which i don't know if many people read but he always cites rocky 2 as being the big kind of trans transitional movie because that's the one where rocky wins and that's kind of where you know you you get into the situation in the 80s where protagonists win they're less contemplative it's more simple you know effective stories of good versus evil 
Um, Rocky 2, Tarantino's favourite Rocky movie and my dad's favourite yeah, Rocky movie. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for anyone curious, my favourite is the original. But that is like, I, I, I like them all. Even Rocky 5, I kind of like. And the Creeds, and the Creeds. And, I mean, Creed 1 is just amazing, especially. But I enjoy all the Creeds, yes. But yeah, so the other day, I was just going on Patrick Willem's YouTube channel and I was like, I've never really been a big, like, because I love, I love Patrick's videos, but I've never really been a big, I'm going to sit down and watch an hour-long video on YouTube because even if I know for a fact the production quality is going to be great and I'm going to get lots of great insight, um, it's not really something that I want to do. I'd rather watch a movie or read a book or play a game. Um, but I really wanted to watch this because in, going in, I was like, well, it's got to be Rocky Four, right? Rocky Four has got to be the most 80s movie ever. And it was on, you know, what is the most 80s movie of all time? He had lots of great categories. He had different questions. I highly recommend the video. Yes. If you have an hour to spare. Uh, different categories and questions for each. So the politics of the time, the culture, what the film industry looked like, the Filmmaking music. techniques, music, yeah, yeah fashion. So he had some top contenders were uh, Top Gun, obviously. Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Flash Dance. Invasion uh, USA. Uh, Thrashing, starring a very young... <laughs> Josh Berlin. <laughs> Josh Brolin. You mentioned Flashdance, yeah. Yeah, Flashdance. Uh, the Secret to the Secret of My Success, which yes. is like this business movie with Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Um, a whole host of, of, of political and um, musical themed movies that, that are very ref- much about good versus evil. That reflect the, the A.E. zeitgeist. You know, that Reaganistic kind of tendency to towards stories of personal heroism, um, you know, individual pride and kind of like triumph over adversity that sort of stuff and rocky for you know as 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 patrick concludes in the video kind of crystallizes and epitomizes many of those themes not only does it have a lot of good montage and 80s music and a lot of synth uh, but of course it's all about soviet uh soviet russia and uh how rocky single-handedly ends the cold yeah. war um so not only is it an evil uh, uh good versus evil triumph it's also got soviet stuff in it it also has a banging soundtrack it really does and as Pat- my favorite soundtrack of the rocky movie and as patrick eloquently discusses at the end of his video that if you want to see the difference between 70s america and 80s america you just need to look at rocky one and then immediately watch rocky four back to back yeah totally. um you know for me i've not seen the second or third rocky i know what happens in them sorry guys this is um, this is i wanted to bring this up i know it's blasphemy. I, I wanted to bring I know this up because blasphemy. this the rocky i did not go into friday evening expecting to watch rocky four we were just concluding this video that we'd watched over several parts over the course of the week and sam was like we're we watching rocky four tonight then i was like i mean yeah, but you've not seen Rocky 2 or 3? Because I know the crux of Rocky 2 is that he wins. Um, but... And then I know the crux of Rocky 3 is that Mr. T is very, very angry and wants to fight him. And then him and Apollo <laughs> team up and they're friends now. And also Rocky's rich. Yeah. And that's all I really need to know. Yeah, but I mean, I would recommend going back to Rocky oh, 2 I'm and, sure, and I'm watching sure, those I'm movies. Sure. Because Rocky 2 especially is a great time. Yeah. You know, I think your dad is vindicated and having that as his favourite Shout one. Shout out Chris Godden for never hearing this podcast. <laughs> um, but... I guess if you were going to look at the key transitional moments in the Rocky franchise and the as quote unquote essential watches, I would still say Rocky Two is essential to watch, and you know Rocky Three key key shit happens in that movie. Yeah. Oh, his manager but, dies of a heart attack. But if you're yeah. go, if you're going to watch like the entire, if you wanted to just go to someone who isn't interested in watching all the Rocky movies, the order that I would present to them would probably be Rocky. Rocky 4, Rocky, oh, 
you could you could maybe I, w- I wouldn't skip Balboa because I love Balboa and then you could maybe go straight to Creed maybe if you wanted to do it that way if you wanted to really do it that way because you get Rocky at the beginning Rocky at his peak and then Rocky in his resurgence you know there are key contextual pieces of information that you'll lose in the process but I feel like if you want to have the broadest picture possible of the Rocky franchise those are the ones you'd maybe go for so I don't feel as as a <laughs> I don't feel as bad about you going straight to Rocky yeah. Four in that context, especially because you had a great time. Oh, I had a, I had a lot of fun with it. It's uh, you know, it it is very eighties. But um, for me, because I watched Rocky for the first time last year or two years ago. Yes. And what surprised me so much about it was just how great of a character Rocky Balboa is. He's so well performed by Stallone, and that's because he wrote the character as well. Mm-hmm. But he's just the most sincere nice down-to-earth guy um he's and part of what i think makes this movie (laughs) rocky four still somewhat grounded because this movie gets very wild is stallone still is still really has his feet planted in the ground because rocky is rocky is such a good character Um, and that really threw me through not threw me through a loop the first time i watched rocky but it surprised me so so much about how much of that movie relies on that performance and of him as a as a character because mm. um, he's just so genuine and nice i showed you that video didn't i of where stallone's i think i don't know whether it was stallone bestowing like it was like a segment for like the oscars or golden globes or something but it's stallone at an awards ceremony talking to rocky yes so that he's having a conversation with himself mm-hmm. i love that but yeah rocky one of the all-time legendary cinematic characters he is mm-hmm. a beauty and yeah i would say he retains most of his charisma for this and i would say that most of the appeal for rocky four for me lies in the character work in terms of you know what sly does as rocky what carl weathers does as apollo mm-hmm. um and you know the, the remaining supporting players who are in the film as well they're all fantastic you know adrian and paulie like they're great in in these films um but the film is so it, it is so completely opposed to the foundations of the series it's it's truly ridiculous like you go from like you say like the 70s rocky which is contemplative gritty he's punching you know, he's punching uh slabs of meat yeah like it's 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 thoroughly working class and you get to rocky four and this guy In is a mansion. the richest most beloved you know athlete ever um and i i would I would push back a little bit on the idea that, like, it's a perfect depiction of, like, oh, he's so happy, there's nothing wrong, because, you know, the movie does dive into the idea of, like, you know, what do you do when your purpose is seemingly robbed from you? Mm-hmm. And what crisis of identity do you go through there? And and all that sort of stuff, which is, you know, first articulated through Apollo, and then through his death, Rocky's reasoning to keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say, out of all of the Rocky movies. This is the one that has the most dadcore DNA. This is this is the even though I think all of them qualify, I think Rocky Four is the ultimate dad movie Rocky. Um clearly because it is a simple story of revenge. You know, it's got you've got that whole revenge angle. Best friend gets killed mm-hmm. by robotic soviet whoa, mountain whoa, whoa. spoilers for rocky four <laughs> i mean i mean we should really establish how we got we get to that point yes in, yeah so it opens apollo and rocky best buds love each other it's basically it literally recycles the ending of rocky yeah, three the like first it goes five minutes is fully rocky three from rocky yeah three. 
So you don't even need to watch Rocky 3. Um, you do need to watch Rocky 3. <laughs> but Apollo and Rocky are friends. Um, and it opens with Paulie, who is Adrian's shithole brother, <laughs> getting given a robotic uh, butler yep. for his birthday. With a, with a Sony uh, surround system, surround sound system it's, inbuilt. It's... In Stallone's director's cut, he removes the robot entirely. Yeah, R.I.P. Paulie's robot. Yeah, and and if it wasn't there, I wouldn't miss it. It is the most outlandish, weird thing in the movie. Even with the rest of how high camp this movie gets, I feel like you could remove the robot. And also, Paulie definitely has sex with the robot. He definitely um, does. He literally talks before they go off to to the the USSR. He's literally like. I'm thinking about getting the wires tied. And or he like, something like programs that. her to have a, like a seductive. Anyway, I don't want to think about it. Hey, Polly, what if I told you about packing your toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> Tobacco stains your teeth. Oh, cursed. Um, <laughs> so on TV, it's shown that the Soviet Union is uh, able to now compete, or is entering finally into uh, American professional you know, boxing. Professional boxing. Yeah. And they have Ivan Drago, who is this absolute unit played by uh, Dolph Lundgren, um, and his uh, sexy, sexy wife, played by Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte Nielsen. Who Stallone was, uh, I believe they were dating during the filming of Rocky IV, um, and then obviously she showed up again in Cobra, yeah. <laughs> which we've already spoken about in, in great depth <laughs> on the podcast. Um, but um, So they are entering him, and they're like, this, and his manager, whose name I don't ever catch, he's like, this guy, we have trained him to be the peak of human performance. Um, we want him to fight one of your greats. We want him to fight Rocky Balboa. And Apollo takes this quite personally um, because he is retired at this point and he he wants to get back, get back and he doesn't want to be known as a has-been. And so he's like, Rocky, do you mind if I beat this guy first and in an exhibition match? And Rocky's like, yeah, sure, Apollo, well, I guess. Well, Rocky and Adrian yeah. are both giving him some pushback. Yeah, they're a like, little hesitant. They're like, why Why do you need to fight now, Apollo? Because mm-hmm. um, we have that great introduction where he's there playing in the pool with his dogs. Yeah. And his, oh, I love Apollo so and much. And he's there playing in the so pool sad. and like he's got the mini TV uh, like, on a chair like, whilst he's in the he pool. He is at peace up until the moment where he... You know he's questioning his purpose and stuff, and, and Russia invades his. And mind. it's it's interesting because you know Apollo does symbolize the American dream in many ways, like Rocky does as well. But Apollo is like you know the whole idea, like he he's the, he's a symbol of black excellence and yeah. like you know entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, yeah they're holding him. I've right got now. a little so you know fun but sad little fact. But the year that my dad passed away, I wanted to get him. Uh, an Apollo Creed little plush toy that I kept seeing in HMV. Um, so Zan did the very nice thing and, and, and bought it for me that Christmas. So I've got my little Apollo right mm-hmm. here. Um, but yeah, like that whole that whole thing, he's, he's ba- there basically. He almost, to justify wanting to, you know, prove his, well, to, to he's, he's insecure. To, to justify fighting um, Drago, he turns it into an ideological battle. He says to Rocky, you know, this is about us versus them. This is about, you know, he doesn't explicitly say this is about our way of life. This is about capitalism. It's and, not and, West and, versus and, East. You know, yeah. he's, he, but he is talking about that and, and inferring that. And, you know, when they have the exhibition match, he's coming out in his all American kind of look. You've got James Brown <laughs> with James living Brown, in America, yeah. which is an all time banger. The theatrics are truly incredible. Um, 
but you know it, it's kind of left up to interpretation whether or not apollo sincerely believes in that ideological well, battle also... or not whether or not this is purely for him you know he can't let go of what he was well, he explicitly says to rocky when mm. he's like you might need to reconsider this he's like well you don't know what it's like you're currently at the top mm-hmm. you've not i've been there before one day you'll understand how i feel mm-hmm. and so he you know even though they're they're, they're friends now like he is still he's, he's a little jealous, jealous of yeah. rocky and you know, they have a nice little scene together where they're watching i i don't know if it's their second yes the second match from rocky 2 and they're kind of like talking about like oh i couldn't do that anymore or, i can't believe i was able to take that kind of beat then um and so he wants to get back to that and seeing this you know the peak of soviet excellence who has literally been biologically engineered for lack of a better term um to fight he's like well i want to prove myself because if i can beat this guy like it'll give give me a bit of my rep back you know Mm -hmm. um so poor apollo he's uh, a bit too big for his boots yeah no so they organized the exhibition match which is meant to be like you know for to use footballing terms it's like a friendly yeah, it's like, a friendly like it's like it's a charity you know you're doing it for a cause it's not meant to go hard or go home but of course he steps into the ring with the uh <laughs> dolph who is the siberian express this is such a great name um who was also he's barely said a word this entire time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. except for, well, oh they have that amazing press conference yes actually yeah. where um <laughs> his wife is like well yeah we're gonna do the exhibition match and he's gonna beat you mm-hmm. like and <laughs> apollo's like excuse me yeah. and he gets like really heated well about performatively it. heated well <laughs> you know there is a bit of performance there with he, the... get, he i think he gets a, he gets a little bit angsty near the end of it though, yeah because rocky has to like pull him back. well he does say to in when he pulls him aside uh, apollo's like did i do that okay was that good because yeah. he's still it's still a performance like it's all a persona like part of boxing is like you take on this mm-hmm. you know this facade if you will yeah, i feel like uh ivan's manager though is still being like you know we came all this way over here and we're basically having to fight a husband this is very disrespectful yes. so yes. I, th- I think there's an element there is an element oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Off fully that. fully um the, the actual fight itself you know rocky is you know he he's basically stepping in as the manager mm-hmm. um along with uh, apollo's long time kind of um trainer um and things instantly kind of get off yeah. to a well they the, the interesting thing is you can see that what what I love so much about the Apollo Drago fight is that from the off, before Apollo steps into that ring, he's lost. Um, there's a really good use of space being commanded by Drago here. Because even, yeah. even though Apollo is like, you know, dancing, dancing around him, you know, he loses his footwork pretty quickly, but Drago is completely controlling the space. He's in the middle of um, the ring. And then when those fists come in, man, Apollo might as well be a rock'em sock'em robot yeah. in this because his his head is flying off his neck. Because Golf Lundgren as well is giant. Yes, he, like, he is a man mountain. Yeah, and not... also a, a gifted uh, chemical engineer. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know how tall he actually is, but he is giant. Like, and he's I'll Google it for you. Just the aesthetic of. of ivan drago in this movie as well like he's built like a triangle he's got that perfect bleach blonde like straight haircut like he's a guile from street fighter he looks six incredible foot, six foot four six six foot four and a half so pretty yeah. pretty big um yeah like the aesthetic of ivan drago is just so 
Mwah. It's so iconic and just so clean. And like the way this movie is shot, like when the men are like sweaty. <laughs> it's um, a great sweaty and movie. And like the, there's like hi, like high key lighting on them, like with a close up and the way it glistens on their bodies. Like we, he looks incredible. We do need to shout out Bill Butler here. Who, the cinematographer. Who led, he sadly passed away. Did he? I mean, he lived an amazing life. I think he died at the age of 101. Um, so, but, you know, doing stuff for like Jaws, he shot all of the Rocky movies. Um, man shoots the shit out of this movie. Um, the Reds, when they go into the Soviet Union and doing that arena, like it's absolutely gorgeous. Like the use of color and, um, you know, one thing that we can criticize Rocky Four for, I think everyone would agree, is that there are far too many montage moments in here. The final fight is essentially a montage as yeah. well. But I would say the final fight montage is excellently done. Where you've got the fr- the frames blurring together and yeah. like the the fists connecting or whatever. Yeah. It's bloody great. Um, but I love this first fight. Apollo is getting tenderized out there, and he's like, Rocky, do not whatever you do, do not throw in the towel for me. And Rocky isn't brave enough. Mm-hmm. To defy his friend. That's yeah. that's the main moment of, you know, it's not... The the, the brave thing to do here is is to lose. Uh, and Rocky doesn't have the stomach for it because he he can't dent his friend's pride. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's worth pointing out here that it's not a case of, you know, Apollo gets what's coming to him. Because Drago does go in and v- break various rules in the yeah, process. Yeah, he, push, he pushes back the ref. And like, like, he still hits him while yeah. he's down. And, like... Yeah, he is just like... And then when he's vibrating on the floor, he's like, if he dies, he dies. Honest, like, he is an absolute beast. Like, Apollo doesn't even last two rounds. Like, and, you know, he's been retired, I think, for five years at this point. Um... But, like, everyone, like, around the ring, including, like, his wife is like, stop the match, stop the match. And meanwhile, Ivan's wife is an absolute sicko, is there at the side being like, yes, yes, kill, kill. I'm looking forward to you eventually getting to the Creed's because the stuff that Creed Creed 2 does for this film does make it better. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's means I still think Rocky Thor is a deeply flawed movie, one that I enjoy a great deal. Um, but the stuff they do and the subtext they add to Drago's use being equivalent to a weapon, being a tool, being a political tool um, for the state and, and, and that kind of, you know, stuff that he has to reckon with in Creed 2 is all excellently done. As as as, as a review on Letterboxd um, satirically put, you know, Ivan would have done a lot better if he actually fought for his collective and not for himself. <laughs> um, my... Well, they do... I mean, when Rocky moves to the... When he goes and stays in that little Siberian village, he's one of the people. He's helping he... the people this, get out of the horses. He's defying the KGB. This What's is... Dolph doing? Shooting up and, and, and well, getting again, machines? Well, again, he's not choosing to be sh- no. you know, shooting up. But um, So my hot take throughout this entire movie uh, on, do it. is that um i've got to preface this as well if you've ever seen that boss baby vibes tweet this is that but for the phantom menace no i feel like some people may agree with me <laughs> so i don't believe ever on this pod whenever this episode come comes out i might have discussed it in future ones but or past ones at this point that come out um my comfort character is darth maul <laughs> um so i i love darth maul so much um he's an incredible character um I love him so much. And I think that Ivan Drago is the Darth Maul of the Rocky universe. <laughs> Hear me out. So for context, you'll have had to see hope to have seen the Clone Wars TV show and Rebels to understand any of this. So you have this guy whose entire life he's been trained in these really abhorrent and really um, cruel and, and intense ways to make him this perfect warrior, so to speak. Um, he fails 
um, in the most important point. He takes down one one of the um, of the main characters successfully and is beaten by his apprentice, so to speak. <laughs> he then comes back fits. decades later. Decades later, with only revenge on his mind, he's been thinking for the past 12, I mean, 30 years about how much he really wants to kill, I mean, have revenge against the guy that beat him. And so he finds an apprentice, I mean, son, to train to take him down. And only at the very end, when he has lost his brother, Savage, I mean, his son, that he throws in the towel and realizes he was used as a weapon for the state the whole time. You know, it fits. The, the, the boxing Ivan Drago fits. is a baby boy, a.k.a. he is Darth Maul. You know, I'm not going to take this away from you. I think They both a... are in red. <laughs> <laughs> his, two, his two boxing gloves can be his dual-ended lightsaber. You yeah, know? you know, I think, I think this is fair. I think, yeah, I hope I, other people agree with yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I think, I think it works. We would... <laughs> <laughs> it really does fit um, and I'm looking forward to you watching Creed 2 and continuing the Ivan Drago as the Darth Maul of the Rocky franchise yeah, kind yeah. of speak I mean does that make Tommy the Machine Gun the General Grievous of the Rocky franchise um maybe the Count Dooku nah he's not he's not old and sagely enough no, Tommy Gunn no, he's not he's not got it in him um but yeah so after Apollo's death we get another montage mm-hmm. um after, after the funeral <laughs> of, uh, of clips from the scenes we just saw and of previous rocky it's movies truly music video territory you know people would coin it as mtv filmmaking the kind of stuff that we got a lot of obnoxiously in and this is me saying i really like tony scott as a filmmaker um but top gun and beverly hills cop 2 that kind of style of filmmaking and kind of you know mm-hmm. A lot of montages, but a lot of Rocky like basically, a car, yeah, 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 and like, so we get him doing that on his journey. He commits to fighting Drago. Importantly, in he, the USSR. Importantly, he gives up his world heavyweight title to do this, um, because otherwise he wouldn't be able to, to challenge him. Yeah, he'd have to move up the ranks to get to the point to fight Rocky. But Rocky's like, no, I need to fight him like now. Um, and Adrian's like, Rocky, no, you're, you're, it's suicide. I don't, I don't know why that's my Adrian voice, but that's what it is. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and Rocky, this is, again, why Rocky is such a really great character. Like, there's a scene where, like, Adrian's on the stairs and he's at the bottom. And she's like, are you really going to do it? Are you going to go to Russia? Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm a fighter at the end of the day. Like, it's what I do. Um, and she's like, no, you, like people can change. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm always the same. Mm-hmm. Um, he says this wearing his branded Hugo Boss sweaters and surrounded by this immense wealth he has now gathered for himself. Um, y- you know, it. but Rocky as a character, he is still the same. And what he knows to do is to fight. And like he wants to get justice for his, his, his friend ultimately. And that's the crux of what he wants to do. He doesn't care about the you know the showmanship or the stakes of it all really he that's what he cares he yeah. cares about yeah totally um so he's like fully in just like revenge mode at this point um he and paulie and uh, apollo's old trainer uh duke they all go to the ussr together to train they're, they're shadowed by their own kgb <laughs> kind of um, guys. What? There's no cable out here? What am I going to do for the next... Paulie? Paul- I hate his... Paulie. God damn. <laughs> I hate Paulie. I know he was nominated. He's incredible in that one episode of The Sopranos. 
Paulie is a fucking awful character, which I know is the point, and it's a great performance, but God, he pisses me off. Paulie. Why does why do Adrian and Rocky keep him around? He's such an asshole. Paulie coming into the USSR wearing a, a don't tread on me he's jacket. He's in the snow <laughs> he's like an in asshole. The snow, man. Um, he does get a really nice line later on in the film, though, before the fight. And then starts. he immediately takes it back when he sees. Ah, uh, he's joking. Driving. It's a little uh, bit of fucking gallows humor. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Rock? <laughs> I hate him so much. Uh, well, yeah. So they all go to the USS. I mean, also worth pointing out, Rocky Four is a tight movie. It is oh not, yeah, it's very short. It yeah. is not. Uh, it's only it's only ninety minutes long. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty breezy. Um, is not high on like the whole melodrama aspect at all. It's basically like the big thing happens early on, uh, and then the rest of it is Rocky training, then the fight, then the reconciliation at the end. Uh, and it, I do, I would say, it takes Creed two to crystallize what I think Stallone was maybe struggling to articulate in this movie yeah. about the stuff about being used as a tool, about being more, you know, the ability to change and to not be. Not not to assign yourself to a certain thing, and that things are fluid, and that you don't have to be a role you're set out to perform. Because Stallone does not like this movie. Yes, I'm fairly certain he's gone. Yeah, so it's um, yeah. So they go to the Soviet Union, and uh, we get a nice bit of contrast here. We've got you know um, the evil evil Ruskies um, putting Ivan Drago in their super secret evil base lair <laughs> with high tech with stuff like machines and computers and drugs <laughs> something that only the soviet union used yeah meanwhile rocky's out there fully dressed chopping wood lifting boulders through the snow helping people pull their horse and carriages <laughs> outrunning the kgb yeah truly he does climbing mountains and yelling Drago! um it's a to be fair that is a it's great a, montage. i love that montage. i mean it's it's partially because we got we so the original I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the first montage we get is of Rocky in the car, and it's, um, that's uh, Survivor's Burning Heart that plays there. Uh, and then for the training montage, we get Hearts on Fire. The opening sequence is also a montage, sorry, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get Hearts on Fire, um, mm-hmm. which I think plays twice, but sh- yes, I'll forgive because yeah. it's a banger of a song. Yeah. And my favourite musical needle drop of the rocky that's my favorite needle my favorite needle drop moment in the rocky franchise might be the bit in creed where um adonis is training it's so fucking good everyone's out there on their like atvs and shit um but the yeah, the montage is great stallone's getting his beard out and i love stallone man i think he always looks good with a, like a mustache and like a bit of like chin fluff but a full beard he always looks kind of peculiar to me yeah um but he is shredded like yeah. he looks yeah he, he does a good job good. They, they show they show him bulking up as much as he can and i do love there's a great visual metaphor here where he's hacking away he's chopping trees down because what is ivan drago a giant fucking tree <laughs> he's, he's got to chop away at him and when he gets to the final fight his whole strategy is to aim low and basically hit him down yeah. below and hope that he can topple him that way because yeah. there's no way with those six foot arms yeah. is uh with that wingspan is rocky gonna be able he, to get close he, to hit the face he is renamed death from above after he uh kills apollo yeah with a good reason <laughs> yeah 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 so we get this whole training montage you know it, the whole idea of you know rocky's one with nature he's, yeah, there's, he's... there's great contrast like mirror images <clears throat> like when they're contrasting and like again because ivan drago is baby boy um <laughs> it's in the training sequences like you do really get this sense of like that he is being like 
pushed to his limit like his limits like there's a really uncomfortable bit in the montage where they're like elevating him on this treadmill and he's like really struggling and like making like heavy like noises and stuff meanwhile his manager and his wife are there like yes yes (laughs) um and the stuff with i mentioned this to you after you watched it and you were like watch creed 2 um the stuff with his wife in this movie is very interesting like i can't really get a read on her like it's very much like she always speaks for him ivan like never speaks at press conferences and you presume it's because like she can speak english better um but she like it's almost like yeah like like you said it's almost like she gets off on him like yeah no, that's being that's... this big brute like it's a very weird dynamic they, they, that they have they go one of the best decisions that creed 2 makes and again i think creed 2 is super underrated i went into that movie thinking it would just be a cheese fest and it like it it's a fantastic movie that i think also Didn't you cry at the end I yeah yeah down no, at, like, I the final fight. like the, like that is such a good moment and again when I, he throws in the towel i've spoken his, a lot about yeah. how in this podcast and then over the series more generally how much i rate stallone and arnie is like you know talented performers or whatever dolph is another one who really you know should have gotten a a more wider appreciation from people because he's brilliant in this movie just as a pure physical presence yeah. so and, so should carl weathers uh, honestly, carl weathers yeah. man underrated should have been massive such yeah a big action star and it completely baffles me that he wasn't like the 90s kind stuff, of forgot yeah. him in yeah. a way like it, it's shocking to me like he was in rocky he was in predator mm-hmm. he was great like such a great presence i mean force 10 from navarone's another one that maybe we'll go do in a future podcast episode um but yeah carl weathers is amazing um but yeah dolph like just so fucking good. i forgot, forgot where i was going with this the creed oh the wife stuff yeah that does yeah. it's picked up on in in creed 2 um and it does dive into that relationship and it and it without spoiling anything it dives into the whole idea of drago being used as a tool essentially um so yeah we get to the final fight um which is so funny because rocky comes in we have that great bit with paulie i forgot to mention as well adrian also comes over from the states um i gotta be with you um i love how in love their chemistry is so great (laughs) together um but yeah paulie has that great bit where he's like you know if, if i could trade places with anyone and be someone else it would be you you know really being inspired by rocky or whatever um and we have that this is where like butler does a lot of great work in this film especially during the first fight sequence in the james brown number the what he accomplishes with the color red um the like the blocking and shit and i'll tell you the soviet union looks pretty nice oh looks, looks so very cool slick. i mean the national anthem was a banger you were there just like oh i love this it's love a great it. anthem man they do do our boy gorbachev dirty <laughs> it's so funny the great reformer gorbachev being treated as if he's some kind of brezhnev stalin-esque dictator who's going to execute drago and his team for failing the soviet union it was reagan who didn't want to stop the cold walks for stupid space satellites yeah reagan fucking asshole um but no we gotta blame the gorbachev yeah but he's not quite gorbachev he doesn't have the birthmark yeah oh no he is credited as gorbachev oh is he actually uh yeah yeah yeah. oh wow yeah yeah um so yeah gorbachev old gorby is there yeah they're fully there like looking at each other like 
take this manager outside. <laughs> like, full, like, you fully think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So we have that great bit where it's a national anthem. But it's just so funny because... This Rocky... painting of Drago comes oh, down on a it's so beautiful. And Rocky's just staring back at it. And I love how much he's out of his comfort zone. And the whole, the whole point of this is to show that the two countries are not so unlike when it's the exact when, same when, when Apollo yeah, comes yeah. Out, when yeah. they greet Drago into the USA, they're belittling him, they're mm-hmm. making fun of him, they're they're you know whatever. Uh, Apollo puts on a giant kind of like flagrant USA USA yeah, yeah, yeah. thing to goad him, um, and then when we get to the USSR, it's a similar kind of like intimidation know, tactics battle yeah. and you know before this as well in the press conferences like the promoter um played by michael pataki is all there basically being like you know this is this is our this is why your society sucks this is why our society is much better and the whole point is on this kind of kind of a similar thing going on here um and yeah bill butler knocks out of the park looks bloody gorgeous yeah because there's a whole thing of where um they mention, and you don't know if it's exaggerated or not, but how Ivan's been getting like death threats after killing, mm-hmm. um, which he would have, yeah, yes. after killing Apollo. Which you know, I don't know much about boxing, but you know, it's one of those things where it's a kind of a risk of the profession. Uh, and he does, he does go for him, like, and he does go for him, and he's there twitching on the ground, um, so presumably dies of like brain trauma, brain trauma. Um, but yeah, they're like, oh, we've got to, we we will only have this match in the Soviet Union because we fear for for his life. Which is which is a bit of a bullshit gambit. Yes. But yes, it makes sense, and I like taking Rocky out of his comfort zone in this area. Yeah. Um. So we, <laughs> I, keep on, I keep on building up to this point and forgetting to conclude it. The stuff with the commentators, the US commentators, where Rocky gets a few boos. They're like, this is the most hostile crowd I have ever seen. <laughs> it's quite it's, tepid, it's really. so hostile. I'm like, dude. Good at Italy. Rocky, Rocky is so stone faced. God, he's not letting any of this get to him. Yeah, because it's just very tepid boo. Yeah, it's tepid <laughs> booing. Um, <laughs> Nowhere near what I even get in in the US. Arguably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so so they have their fight, and immediately Rocky's getting tenderized. <laughs> yeah, again. he gets punched multiple Which, times. Again, in the face. I, it's it, in Rocky Five. This comes back <laughs> as a whole. Yeah, your old noggin took a few little, a little kind of few little will, bits in the head. There, I will say at the end, at the end of the the fight, I do feel Stallone is less beat up than he mm. than, than he looks in uh, other Rocky movies. I don't. Yeah. I thought it was kind of just a bit interesting because he lasts. You know, they last like the full sixteen yeah, rounds or something. Rocky wins because he is right. That, yeah. is, that, is, what, that is essentially it, and um, it is like they. I feel like one thing that they could have done to really emphasize why Rocky wins it, because it's all an narrative thing, but if you wanted to add some actual, like, tactical knowledge to it, you could be like, oh, he's, he's, he's cheating him like a tree, he's hacking him yeah. down, which Apollo didn't do. Apollo didn't study his opponent. Apollo mm-hmm. was just fighting himself, which Rocky says at the beginning. Oh, yes, yeah. Um, it's more like Apollo versus Apollo, you know what I mean? I fucking love Rocky, man. He's got <laughs> such a way with words. So they're having this fight, and uh, the montage that we get interpolated here as Rocky starts going the distance is beautiful. Mm. Like the way the fists connect, the those they're sweat, like no pain, no gain, Rocky. Go you on. know, going on. And I just I love it. And then slowly but surely, the crowd are suddenly because Rocky is great. Start, start shouting Rocky, and you see, you do see like everything unravel for the the Soviet team. Because as soon as um, 
Ivan takes that first big punch to the face. His, and his he, oh, he gets cut. Smashed. He gets cut. Yeah, he gets yeah. cut above the eyebrow. Um, the managers and the guys like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you up to? Um, it's quite annoying. We're not sure if like Prime removed the Russian subtitles. I'm fairly certain they did. Because the I would have quite, really I would have quite liked to have known what they were talking. I'm fairly certain the line other, but... he gives is then like, "You aren't fighting here. I am." Like, yeah. like, like it's Dra- like Drago is basically saying, "You want to fight? I'm fighting." Basically, the longer it goes on, because Ivan is is known to take people down very quickly. That is the great thing in the montage. You just see like random guys that he's training with getting uh... knocked out. I like the idea of like the Russians had like a bunch of like people to the side, being like, "Anyone want to volunteer to get punched up by a Drago?" You know, just like... to just to throw you a Star Wars bone, it's like mm. Darth Maul being given B one battle droids to massacre. Yes, or when he was given, he was sent to other planets to kill like big creatures as a way to you know get get some energy out when he really wanted to kill jedi anyway um so <laughs> um but as the as the rounds go on because they're so used to him just taking people down in like a couple rounds they're like you need to get your act together like you're lame like you again didn't have subtitles but presuming they're like you're making like you're making us look so bad like get out there and do well and it gets to the point where near the end where ivan just like shoves him away and is like let me do this my way and it's the final round and he says something to rocky that's the effect of like um you know let's do like let's do this yeah so he's finally in the last round he's like starting to fight for himself himself rather than for the country whereas at at the start of the match he like is there punches rocky's uh gloves down as like i must blake you like he is like full robot mode and by the end he's like actually like None of this matters. None of this really matters. Like, the crowd aren't chanting for me anymore. Like, I'm just gonna, like... I'm giving everything to a country that treats me as completely disposable. It's really sad. Which, again, (laughs) you know, it's really good because he he comes to that conclusion in, in, in this movie and kind of forgets about it in the interval between this and Creed 2. Probably because he was... A lesson he has to learn again. Probably because he was massively shamed yes, and divorced yes. after, immediately yeah. after the, you know, this so, fight happened. So, um, Rocky ends up knocking uh, Drago down and Drago can't beat the count, so mm. Rocky wins. <laughs> As he does. Um... And he gets given you know, the American flag or whatever. It's a great victorious moment. We all know it was coming. It's not as, uh, as you know, like, depending on how emotionally invested you are in him just getting revenge as a motive, which they already did in Rocky Three. you know, it's not as inspirational a victory as what we get in Rocky Two. is what I would say. It ain't the 70s no more. It's not you know he's going to win. Um, but after that, he, you know, after going, I think it's, what, 12 rounds with... with I think Drago. it's like 15, 15 or like something. it goes on, goes on so for a while. So after like going all those rounds with Drago, he gets given the microphone to make a speech. He's like, I'm the coach of the night. I've seen a lot of change. You know, <laughs> going back to Adrian's point about change is like talking about like, uh, you know, there's a, g- I like the line. I have to admit, people will find the sincerity of the scene very kind of stupid. It's because in the, it's it in the intro of the part for a reason. But, <laughs> If I, if I can change, you can change, everyone can change. And then he also has the bit, the line where he's like, um, two men were out here tonight trying to kill each other, but I guess that's better than 20 million. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know, it's a, it's a nice message. Like, it's a good point. Um, I like that. I like that about Rocky IV. <laughs> I, like the, I like the point being made here. It's a simplified point that only could have come from Stallone and Rocky. Um, you know, and at that point, Gorbachev does the slow clap, slow clap starts to get into up, a bigger yeah. applause or whatever. Uh, and that, and I believe in the Rocky timeline, this uh, this does end the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> in the alternate, like the Quentin Tarantino alternate universe. Yeah. Um, 
and and that's it. The freeze frame shot on him yeah. with the American flag, and that's and it Rocky is Ford. you know it is very dad adjacent in the sense of like a dad would be <laughs> a dad on the uh, on the you know as the U.S. president being like, well, why don't they just talk it out? We all have the same. We all love boxing. Why can't we all just come why together? Can't we be, be friends? Why, why can't we? Be yeah, why can't you know? And I think that's the crux. The crux of Rocky being the everyman being like. Sometimes you just gotta duke it out, and then you just gotta be friends afterwards. Yeah, it's like, not, it's not, know? it's not, it's not us versus them. We're all gonna change Weird, eventually. Weirdly, during the final fight, I, I, you almost forget about the Apollo, mm-hmm. Apollo's death in a way. Like it, it doesn't feel well, like the fight. It's... The fight for me goes from revenge to just wanting to prove a point that this is all kind of like you know, like it's not. In the end, it's they're fighting for something that doesn't necessarily matter yeah and like i feel like rocky is put into a he it's a, a, rocky 4 is a movie about roles and the roles we have to play and i feel like in that final fight both fighters come to the conclusion that they don't have to play the same role anymore mm-hmm. that's what it's about so again i really enjoy um is the mood does the movie articulate that message particularly well um no <laughs> in a great many ways no. <laughs> but it's still brilliantly entertaining immaculately well shot you know, going into this, this is my first rewatch in about crikey, like eight to ten years. Um, way more appreciative of Butler's cinematography than I've ever been before. It looks, and, it's a gorgeous movie. And the at synth times. soundtrack does go real hard. Like, yes. Yeah, it sounds great. The soundtrack is really great. Um, it's just a, like a really aesthetically iconic movie yes like, uh, that image of rocky in in const within the american flag the stars yeah. and stripes i mean the, o- the opening title is an american boxing glove and a soviet boxing oh, glove coming together other, and yes. punching each other um it's just like such a again it, it is just the perfect 80s movie it has all the trappings of the of the era kind of beautifully packaged into one and yeah as you say like there's too much montage it it, it it's very quick. Like it doesn't feel like it gives enough time to some of those plot Marinate points. on Apollo's death. Like Apollo's death is it, 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 it happens, it, and then it's just straight to Russia. Like you yeah. don't feel really the the weight we of that. You know, we don't really. And again, it's it's telling that I don't believe Apollo's wife comes with them to watch the boxing match. No, no, she uh, she appears at the fight. He he he's killed up, but you don't yeah. see so, her again except for the funeral. You know, it's yeah, it's interesting. Again, I feel like. Talking, talking through my opinions on Rocky Four again. Really enjoy the movie, um, but I do. It's interesting to see the the kind of the narrative themes that maybe were kind of smothered by eighties brashness in yeah. a way. And weird robot butler is very weird. Look, I <laughs> don't know if I'm ever going to watch the the director's cut that Stallone did um, because I think Paulie's robot is hilarious. <laughs> you get rid of Paulie's robot from Rocky Four, right? It's like. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 I, I just don't see the point in revisiting the movie to change it. Like, I do think there is a way where you recut it and you're left with something stronger, um, or something at least more thematically and tonally comparable to what had come before. But part of what makes Rocky Four so indelibly great to me is that, is that AE's charm, which works to and against its favor it's almost trying to go for that um after watching another patrick williams video today um <laughs> the hunt for red october kind of thing where it's the unity aspect of like oh the true en- the true enemy is armageddon you know mm. that kind of thing that doesn't quite 
hey, know how to do a that. Double but... feature, a double feature of Rocky Four and Hunt for an yeah. October. I wouldn't say no to that. Yeah. I fucking love the Hunt for October, man. <laughs> Five star banger. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's us. I think that's yeah. been the Wheeler Dad Movies podcast. Thank you for that impromptu rewatch of Rocky Four. I know. I didn't really go in it last week thinking I'm going to watch Rocky Four this week. Yeah. And then we did. Yeah. And, and this I is, this had a is, great time. This is now in the bank, timeless for us to use whenever. Yeah. I won't make any. Eurovision I'm going to make a prop that is a little break in case of Rocky Four glass thing, mm. and then I'll hit it, and then and then it'll be out. Um, <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much to all of you for listening. This has been Wheel of Dad Movies. Um, before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to our patrons. Thank you, Christopher Darby, George Jackson, Thomas Mulgrew, Shaka, and Josh Brown. Remember, if you want to go and support the podcast on Patreon, you can do so. We are Wheel of Dad Movies there. Um, you can follow the podcast as well on Twitter at We Love Dad Movies. You can follow me on Twitter at You in Ruins Things. I'm also on Instagram and Letterboxd where I'll be logging something else later today. Probably it's a nice little chill Sunday afternoon here. So probably going to go for something 60s, 50s or 40s. That's kind of Sunday afternoon vibes in my serious movie watching hours. Whereas Friday night is a great, great night, night for, for football. football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rocky 4 is a great night. It's a great night for Rocky 4. Um, Zan, where, where thematically appropriate place can people find you? Um, in the um, trash planet of Lotho Minor, mm. to bring it back to a to more. Yeah. 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 Not in your own recurring montage. Well, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we go, good question for you. <laughs> if Darth Maul had a training montage, what song would it be? I'm thinking kind of something really like 2000s new metal vibe honestly you're asking me a question that i've already thought like too heavily about uh, mm. so maybe um uh maybe i've quite enjoyed a void by melanie martinez is, qu- is quite a good one i feel um uh oh god there was one i listened to oh antagonist by nova twins is a good one mm. um oh. i was gonna go for like in the end <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He's, he's tried not so that. hard. He got so far, but it didn't matter. He's yeah, dead. that's a bit. It's a bit too edgy. Oh, but, but he's got literal horns on his head. Isn't that edgy? <sighs> he's mocking me. He's mocking me. I'm everyone. not mocking. He's I love mocking. Darth Maul as well. I love. Him. I, even though he killed Qui Gon, which I'm still not oh. over. You mean Apollo Creed? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>